Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Girls Talk. My name is Abigail. And I'm Caitlin. I'm Lauren. And... Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've been waiting for someone to do that so badly. Thank I you. <laughs> You're good. You're good. That was the best. <laughs> oh my god. I've been waiting, because we never explained that, that they should wait, so I've been waiting for someone to mess it up, and I just love that you did, honestly. It's <laughs> perfect. I love it. Anyways, <laughs> we have a special guest on today. Um, we're very excited. Um, we have Lauren on from what's your blog name? I can't Lauren remember. It is laurenstrini.com. <laughs> okay. Has it always been that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a tricky. I thought good. it was something else. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, no, it's fine. <laughs> she changed her like branding. Like kind of, yeah. Mm, that might be it. I don't know. I've been out of the whole like blog loop for a while, so Oh, it's all good. <laughs> Aren't we all? (laughs) Anyways, we're very excited for today's episode because we're going to be talking um, about mental health, which is fun. We have never talked about this before on the podcast, Um, but it's something I struggle with. Kaylin, I don't know if you struggle with it, but... Mental health? Yeah. Yes. Duh. (laughs) Who doesn't? Well, okay, very true. <laughs> and if you if you don't like, please let us know how. True. <laughs> I want to yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into the episode, we're going to do some life updates. So Caitlin. Oh, I'm going first. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So I just have like a few little ones. So Thanksgiving was a couple days ago. Um, I spent Thanksgiving with Kyle's family. And we literally got there at, like, 11.30 a.m. And by 11.45 a.m., his aunt was asking us to take tequila shots. (laughs) I said no, very politely. (laughs) And everyone else took a double tequila shot. And I was like, wow, okay, this is how my day is going to be. So that was my Thanksgiving. And then I... So, Friday night, I... Well, I've been wanting to do this for a while, and I could never get up the guts to do it, but I wanted to dye my hair actually brown, like, be a brunette, and I don't know why, because I always hate when people say I'm brunette and not blonde, um, but, so when I was at the grocery store on Friday, I passed the hair dye aisle, and I was like, let's just, like, look, and I found one I liked, so I bought it, and so I went home on Friday, and I dyed my hair, And I just washed it for the first time since I dyed it, so it's still wet. But I'm waiting for it to dry so I can actually see the color of it. Um, I can tell it's darker, but I can also tell I should have bought two boxes because my hair is so freaking long because the ends of it are not as dark as the top of it is. Um, But it's definitely darker, but I don't think anyone else will notice. I just think I'll notice because... To me, it just looks like I haven't washed my hair in 10 days. Like, that's the color my hair gets when I don't wash my hair. But now it's just going to look like that all the time. So that's cool. (laughs) That's literally all I've done. So that's my life right right now. (laughs) Um, I have not had a lot going. We recorded, like, earlier. Three or four days ago. Not a lot has happened. We went to Thanksgiving. It was fun. It was my first holiday away from my own family. Um, we were there from like noon to like eight o'clock at night. It was such a long day, um, but it was fun. It was good. Um, you know, got to know Brad's family on like a little more personal level. Um, and I guess I've been working really hard on trying to solidify and plan out my goals for 2020 for my business. And just kind of get everything in order and try and figure out what the heck I'm doing. Um, so I'm currently working on my personal website and tra- like making it less of a resume website and more of like a services, like here's what I offer kind of website. Um, so that's what I've been busy doing. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's basically it. Okay, hopefully I'm actually talking intern now and not just randomly. 
Yes, <laughs> amazing. Um, that's funny. We all spent Thanksgiving with our significant other families and not our own families. Oh my yeah. god, that's cool. I, yeah, I went to my boyfriend Jack's house because my parents are five hours away and I had to work the days surrounding Thanksgiving. So I went to his house and that was really fun. And honestly, my life has been pretty much the same. I guess I've never been on here before, but you know, um, <laughs> my life has been pretty steady. I started going to Orange Theory, which has been fun because I am really not an Ooh. exercise person because like when I get to the gym, I have no idea what I'm doing. So I've liked having like the instructional aspect of that. I've only gone for like four or five classes now, but honestly, that's way more than I've gone to the gym in a really long time. So I think it's been helping me get there. So I'm enjoying that. And I also just dyed my hair like Caitlin. I did. Wow. Oh, yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I did balayage. I think that's how you say it. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Um, but yeah, it's like more blonde now, which is fun because I've only dyed it once before and I did it like a darker brown. So this is definitely different than anything I've ever had. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, that's all that's going on with me. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to take a brief break for our sponsor of this episode, and then we'll actually figure out who Lauren is and what she does, (laughs) and then we'll get into the topic of today's episode. All right, we're back. (laughs) So, Lauren, who are you? What do you do? Introduce yourself. Tell us your whole life story in 30 seconds. Oh, wow, that's a lot of pressure. So, my name is Lauren, and... (laughs) Uh, I blog over at laurensjourney.com and I talk about a lot of mental health, which is why I'm sure they had me on today's episode today. Um, I just said today twice. It's fine. Um, I live in Massachusetts. I have a cat. I'm from New Jersey originally, and I teach children with autism. And that's all I could think of to say about myself right now. You're definitely in the top there of like introductions that we've had for guests. That was yeah. Oh, wow, thanks. Sure. <laughs> You're welcome, Caitlin. I don't. Know, <laughs> I don't know where you wrote the thing for this episode. So, <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I know I was gonna say I wrote out everything for this, but it, it's the week that Abigail's supposed to host. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like this keeps happening. Um, well, I guess we always just ask usually like how you started blogging or why you started blogging is one of the things we ask all our guests okay so I yeah started in January 2017 I think and it was my winter break of like junior year I believe and I was just like going through it having a rough time with like boys and I was just really pretty depressed and I was just looking for something to spend my time in like a more productive way and not just sit in my room and be sad. So I posted my first blog post. I think it was called something like you are not alone. And I just kind of talked about like what was going on with my mental health. And I ended up sharing it with a bunch of people like that went to UMass with me and were in my sorority. And I ended up getting like a really good response and talking to people who I knew pretty well and I had no idea that they also had like mental health things going on. So I decided to keep blogging because I was like, oh, like this could actually be helpful and like help people. So I did kind of like branch out of my scope there and do more like travel like stuff when I was abroad and more just like random college stuff, not Mm -hmm. exclusively mental health. But yeah, that's kind of how I started out. Yeah, I can kind of relate to that because whenever we've talked about this before, but like when I started blogging it was kind of like an online journal and it wasn't really like to help people it was like me kind of like talking and I think one of my first things was talking about um social anxiety or something and then the guy that I was kind of almost dating at the time reached out to me about it and was like wow me too and then that's how that happened and obviously that didn't work (laughs) out because I'm not with that guy anymore but we're not talking about that it clearly worked (laughs) out for the better so Oh, for sure. He's also engaged right now. I was like, wow, wow. can't relate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think it would be kind of important if we talked about, for like all three of us, if we're like clinically diagnosed with any mental health conditions or like if we just think we have one that's not diagnosed or anything like that. I don't know who wants to go first. Um, I don't. I I can go first. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, Yeah, so I've been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder I believe I was diagnosed first in the seventh grade and then around the same time that I started blogging I was diagnosed with depression yeah so I'm kind of along the same lines except 
I was diagnosed with anxiety my junior year of college, um, but I've been suffering from it since middle school, and I've never been uh, diagnosed with depression, but I definitely have it, (laughs) and I feel like those those go hand in hand, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. You have one, you kind of have both, so, yeah. I am not clinically diagnosed with anything, although I'm... 100% 100% positive I have social anxiety. I feel like I think I've had it my whole life, honestly. I've always, like, people always said I was just shy, but I really think that it's social anxiety. And I guess we can talk more about it later. Um, I don't think I have anything else because I get depressive episodes, but it's not like I don't think I have depression. I think it's completely different because I know people that have depression and I don't think I'm, I don't think I have depression. <laughs> yeah. I feel like being, like, going through states of being depressed is a normal thing for humans, yeah. but um, when it's, like, extended, I think that's where the issue <laughs> comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it's, like, weeks and months at a time, I feel like that would be more depression. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Abigail, I'm waiting for you to, like, do stuff, because this is your episode. <laughs> I know, but I'm trying... <laughs> you can talk about whatever you want. You don't I know, I'm trying my to follow your three points. You here. don't have to <laughs> follow them those are just questions i wrote down so i wouldn't forget them okay <laughs> i'm laughing so hard my stomach hurts laughter is the best medicine i'm glad i can entertain you ow <laughs> um so i guess everyone's mental health kind of expresses itself in a different way um like for me my anxiety that i didn't know i had was like um it got to a point where like i would walk up to like a crosswalk to cross the street and I'd be like so nervous like what if the what if the light changed like before I got there like how would I handle this like what if like I don't even know like I can't even tell you the thousands of situations that went through my head when I approached a stoplight <laughs> as a pedestrian um <laughs> but like that's when I started realizing like hey maybe this isn't normal um like how have you like I guess how did your mental I don't know what I'm trying to say how did it like first like how, how did yeah. yeah like how did you think you like, had yeah something um words are hard to no I, I totally get that um I remember like when I was younger I would have like or I would complain of a lot of stomach aches I don't know if like my stomach actually hurt I have no idea like I don't actually remember that part I did that too yeah like I feel like that's a really common like presentation when you're like a younger kid because obviously like when you're like seven you have no idea what anxiety is so you're probably just gonna say you don't feel well because like you don't so I remember like complaining all the time about stomach aches and I had probably like every test under the sun like I had I don't remember what it's called but like when they stick like that like microscope thing like literally down your throat to like check everything out yeah I don't know what it's called but I had to have that like they put you out for it but still like I wasn't excited about that um I had that and they like didn't find anything wrong with my stomach so obviously my parents were like what is happening like the doctor had no idea and it took them like I feel like this whole process started in, like, the third grade, and I wasn't diagnosed until, like, the seventh grade. So I don't know why it took that long to diagnose anxiety. I have no idea. But, yeah, that's kind of how it presented itself, like, back then. Now I don't think I get as many, like, stomach aches, or maybe I just, like, know what the feeling is. So I don't, like, think it's a stomach ache. I honestly have no idea. But that's how it all began. (laughs) So did you, you, like, approach your parents and be like, hey, like – I think this is what it is or did they just like was it just through all the testing and like they were just slowly ruling stuff out yeah I think they like started to rule stuff out and I'm pretty sure my parents like got me a therapist or like had me going to therapy um because like also with my anxiety like I really did not want to go to school like that was like my big thing I think I like just didn't Mm -hmm. like to be like separated Mm -hmm. away from my parents because I enjoyed learning I just like didn't want to physically go if that makes sense so they ended up getting me like a therapist over time because they're like well you need to go to school obviously um so i think yeah it kind of came from that i don't obviously remember the specifics because i was fairly young but yeah (laughs) that's interesting i feel like a lot of people now like even if they were young they would be able to like be like oh like i think i have this because i feel like it's talked about more now and i feel like the internet is more present now so like even like 
kids in middle school and like late elementary school have phones and on on the internet all the time so they like have an idea of like what depression or anxiety and stuff is so they I feel like they'd be able to go to a doctor and be like hey like I think I have this which is kind of cool yeah I feel like it's a lot like I mean it's still like a taboo subject but I think it's more like people are like more willing to talk about it especially like at younger ages too like I remember like even like high school like I was afraid to tell people that like I had anxiety because I was like they're not going to understand what that is and now I'm like I freely talk about it and Mm -hmm. a lot of people like do relate to it so yeah it's very interesting I don't know if it's just because I've gotten older or if like the times are changing you know yeah I also just feel like a bunch of I wouldn't say it's like the culture but I feel like our generation is like the generation that has so many issues with them because of like just things that past generations did to set up our lives and stuff and I feel like a I don't know what the percentage is. I should probably look this up. But I feel like a very high percentage of our generation has some sort of, like, anxiety or depression, which is crazy. I know, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's bad. I wonder, though, if it's, like, more people have it or if it's just, like, more diagnosed, you know? Talked about? Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. Because I feel like it's very, like, depressed and not talked about before, you know? Yeah, or it was, like, misdiagnosed. Mm -hmm. So, does anyone in your family have a history of, like, mental health issues? Yeah, both of my parents do. All the all the women on my mom's side have problems with anxiety and depression, so I'm like, thank you for passing <laughs> that down. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure all the women in my family have, like, OCD or, like, small sort of anxiety, which none of them, well, my aunt was on medication for OCD stuff because it was really bad after she had her son um but now that I'm older and I talk to them like more about this kind of stuff they're just like yeah I do that too and I'm like that doesn't like you don't think that's not normal and they're like no I think that's normal and I'm like I don't think that's normal I think you need to see a doctor about that and that's also I don't know it's just weird yeah that, I don't know if that made no any it sense. definitely made sense yeah I feel like a lot of people like they kind of like push it to the side and they're like oh like it's not an issue like I've done it my whole life but like it might be like signifying yeah. an underlying like, issue. Oh my whole family's like yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I make that excuse all the time. I'm like oh my whole family's like this. This is fine. I don't need to do anything. <laughs> I definitely understand that. Um, so, so I since I'm not like diagnosed with anything I I don't take any medicine or anything um I think I think from what you've both told me I think you both are on medication yeah um do you guys think it actually helps or like is it hard to get on or um I'm a whole different person now than I was um when I wasn't on it I mean like, even a few, I guess this season, like, you can see how, like, when, um, like, my meds weren't working properly, mm-hmm. you know, how I just, like, wasn't myself. I mean, I can definitely tell for sure. Yeah. yeah. And so, it definitely changed. Like, I don't wake up s- sad. I don't, I'm, like, not, I'm motivated now, you know, I have regular eating habits. I sleep regularly now. It's not, you know, it's way better than life was before it yeah same for me I think it's definitely like helped me a lot um my medication has like changed like the different doses but now I think like I'm finally on a kind of steady dose and I think it's been helping I honestly don't think I would have been able to like study abroad or even move to Massachusetts Mm -hmm. like away from home um if I wasn't taking medication because like I mean Obviously, I still have anxiety, but it's definitely not nearly to the um, magnitude. I don't know if that's the right word, but like that it was before I started taking medication. I'm all for it. (laughs) Agreed. I think it's like super helpful. Like, oh, sorry, it's good. (laughs) No, go ahead. Go ahead. All three of us talked at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say that I think it's like very helpful to like also be seeing a therapist in conjunction to taking medication. Like, I think it. Like, if you can, I think doing both at the same time is probably the most, like, effective way, at least, like, 
I found to help. Yeah, I have found it so hard to get into therapy. Like, I can't even. It's been a struggle. I, yeah. <laughs> like, just, enjoying it or finding a good no, therapist? No, just finding somebody. Just finding somebody. Okay. People won't return your calls, you know. Like, I know. It's so hard. You can't insurance. get in. It's ridiculous. It's, yeah. Because I... I was actually going to start seeing a therapist. I told Kyle this like two months ago. I had looked up all the therapists in within like 30, 40 minute range that took my insurance. And I went through all of like their bios and stuff. And I found like one or two. And then I was just like, I don't want to call anyone. <laughs> like I don't want to actually go through this. And then I got stressed about how much it would cost. And then I was just like, you know, maybe I shouldn't do this. And then I was just like, I need to stop. I need to actually do it. Yeah, it's hard to motivate yourself uh, to actually do it. And then once you do, it's so hard to get one to call you back. Yeah. And then if you go and you don't like them, then you have to like start the whole process again. It's like startling. Yeah, I was lucky when I moved to where I am now in Massachusetts. Like the first one that I found, like I really like her, but that is such like a rare thing for me. Like I've cycled through so many therapists in my life and like it, yeah, it's really hard to find what you like. Have you, or that takes your insurance. Have you only ever had what? Oh, sorry. I said it's really hard to find one that you like or that takes your insurance. Oh, you cut out for like two seconds. So I only heard like two words and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Um, But I was going to ask, have you only ever had female therapists? No, I've had male therapists too. It just happens that the one I have now is female, but I've had a male one that I've liked as well. Okay. Okay. I've heard a lot of people say that they only like the certain gender that they are or the other gender. So I was just interested to know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have a preference, but I know some people definitely do. Um, So, Caitlin, I know you mentioned earlier, like, the whole social media thing and mental health. Um, So, like, I kind of wanted to get y'all's opinions on how social media, like, in my opinion, I think social media has glamorized mental health in a negative way in some aspects and like Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all feel the same but I feel like some people like use like anxiety and depression as like um a trendy thing you know I okay I was gonna say this earlier but I didn't want to offend anyone but I kind of agree but I also feel like I can't agree because we have no idea if they actually have it or not it's really hard because like you don't want to make fun of someone if they actually do have like a mental health condition but like you if they're like glamorizing it it's kind of like do you really though but like I don't want to second guess them it's yeah it's hard yeah it's definitely like hard to determine like just from reading like a small snippet online like oh does this person like actually have this problem or do they not and like it's annoying because it definitely like can trivialize it um I don't know I think I just try to like mm-hmm. ignore that part like okay that sounds like kind of bad but like (laughs) but like talking about like mental health online like for me has been really helpful and like finding other people who relate so like I don't think I could necessarily say that like social media is like negative for mental health but like I definitely Mm -hmm. can see like people like glamorizing it so I don't really know where I stand on the whole issue to be honest I'm trying to think of an example, but I don't want to put anyone on yeah. blast. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this But I'm smaller... trying to think of, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a really famous, like, annoying YouTuber that no one <laughs> likes anyways, and I can't think of one. Yeah, I feel like the the smaller, com- like, I guess bloggers, YouTubers, etc., who have, like, a smaller following that are more, you know, engaged and stuff like that, it's, I feel like that's more genuine and real than, like... I don't know just like the bigger people I don't know like whatever I think like I know he's probably never talked about it but I I feel like like Jake Paul or Logan Paul just like instantly pops into my mind because I feel I feel like like not that they've addressed the issue like exactly but they'll kind of throw it out like I don't know I don't know what I'm like how I'm trying to explain this no I like like, definitely get what you mean like I feel like they say it just like pull in more views or like like, try to be relatable but like they're not Mm -hmm. actually and like I guess like like sometimes when like larger like influencers or celebrities talk about it like it's almost like comforting to hear because you're like oh wow like these people like 
have seem to have it all, but they're still kind of going through like what I'm going through and like I can relate to them. But like sometimes like it's very obviously like fake or not. I don't know if it's fake, but like Mm -hmm. they're clearly like kind of just like using it to try to like get something from their audience or like something like that. So like, I don't know, it's like very hard to Mm -hmm. tell, I guess. Yeah, and just just to give an example of, like, how hard it is to tell, like, one of my YouTubers that I follow a lot is Alicia Marie, and she would always, like, kind of just, like, say, like, oh, yeah, like, I have anxiety. I, like, never go into it, and I was like, girl, there's no way you have anxiety. Like, your life is all put together, blah, 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 blah. She started a podcast, I think, early this year, late last year, and went more in-depth about it, and I was like, wow, I actually, like, believe you now. Like, not that I... I didn't like not believe her before but I and I didn't think she was doing it for like clout or anything but I was just like it wasn't believable but I don't know what I'm trying to say like it's it's just kind of like how I was saying they're like it's hard to tell like if they actually mean it or not because like you're not in their brain all day long yeah I think even if you want to believe them I think that's a good example because like when she really started getting popular that was like four or five years ago so that was like in peak you know only show your highlight reel like everything is bubbly mm-hmm. and exciting and like uh super vibrant videos and all of that stuff so like I can see how like I don't know that kind of hides it um and especially yeah. I mean as a blogger myself like it's a very lonely thing so you can easily you know like hide that part of your life because you're not hanging out with other people and it's just like you producing the content so mm-hmm. yeah it's a tricky, tricky subject. So if no one had anything else to say about that, I was going to change the topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you guys both have general anxiety, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and then I have social anxiety. So I've always wondered kind of what the difference is. And so I feel like, because I, I get really anxious, like if I have to call someone on the phone, like if I have to... If I'm at a restaurant and they mess up my order, I don't want to tell them it's wrong. I'll just, I don't, like, I used to not want to, like, order at restaurants because I didn't want to talk to anyone. And, like, I won't talk to anyone in at work or, like, in social situations unless they talk to me first. Because I'm always, in my head, I'm always thinking, like, what if they hate me? They're just pretending to like me. Like, they don't actually want to be around me. They actually hate me. Like, that's what's going on in my head. And I feel like, is it the same thing but with everything is that what general anxiety is is that how you feel about everything you overthink everything honestly i guess like yeah um (laughs) i don't know how to describe it um yeah i guess it is like like the name suggests like more general like i guess mine isn't only about social situations like sometimes it will be i think i've gotten like better about that than i have in the past like I definitely have the same feeling of like talking to people and I'm like, oh my God, like, do they actually hate me? And like that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think I'm still like fairly outgoing um, like with people. But yeah, I guess it is like, now I'm just like rambling. But yeah, I guess it's like more general because I feel like mine is about like a bunch of like random stuff. Yeah. It, I just felt like whenever, I mean, I was like struggling really bad with it. It just feels like this, there's this pressure on your chest and like everything is so overwhelming at all times and like you're thinking about a thousand different different situations about how one thing can go and it's just like it's yeah. so overwhelming and it just feels like this cloud is just following you everywhere and it's like hanging mm-hmm. over you and I don't it just feels like like I don't know when I was first dealing with it and everything you know, people were like, oh, it's just stress, it's just stress, like, whatever. And I'm like, no, this is different, like, I know what stress feels like, this is like, I don't, like, I feel like it's hard to breathe, I feel like my heart rate is always, like, super fast, and, like, I don't know. No, that's, like, a really good that's description, kind of... I think. Yeah, I would cry at, like, everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I. yeah. I had, when did I have my first panic attack? I don't think I remember my first panic attack. I've had a lot more this year than I've ever had ever. 2019 is literally sucked. I cannot (laughs) wait for this year to be over. Honestly, hated it. Hated everything about it. I 
<laughs> want to do 2020 so bad. Um, I had a lot of panic attacks this year. And it was over, like, literally really, not, like, stupid stuff, but stuff like, I'm just like, why, why do I care so much about that one little thing? Like, yeah, I've never had a panic attack in public, though. So that's good. <laughs> They're always in my car. Or in the shower. <laughs> like, a big thing for me that I didn't realize wasn't normal was, like, someone would say something. And, like, that sentence or that phrase or whatever would stick with me for weeks and months. Like, oh my, wait, and that's I can not just normal? not let it go. <laughs> that's happening to me, too. And, like, there's some <laughs> things to this day that still, like, bother me. Like, somebody probably doesn't even remember that they said it. But, like... Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that wasn't normal. <laughs> I don't think it's... I thought that no. was, like, me holding a grudge, or me just being, like, like, or, like, someone... I feel like it definitely, like, depends on, like, <laughs> what it is that you're remembering. What like, it if is. it was, like, a blatant yeah. insult, then, like, yeah, like, I feel like it's pretty normal. Yeah. With you, but if it's just, like, yeah, something no. totally random, like, then, yeah. I don't know. I, that happens to me a lot. That's weird. I'm, like, rethinking my whole entire life. I'm, like, oh, okay. <laughs> do you guys have like certain triggers or like um yeah uh, I would say like I mean I feel like this is pretty normal but just whenever there's like a big life change or something um especially from like graduating was a big one um I think I mean, when I had that big bout of anxiety and depression at the beginning of October, I don't really know what caused that. I mean, it was just, yeah. <laughs> it was just there. They just yeah. came along for the ride. <laughs> I think it's just big life changes, um, you know. And I feel like, I mean, at our age, like, it's pretty normal to feel anxious and stressed about the future, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think mine is like fairly situational like yeah like life changes or like stressful things going on but then also like sometimes it'll be like little stuff like I'll be thinking like I'll be driving somewhere and I'll be like oh like am, is there gonna be like a place to park there like something like that so oh my yeah, god I, so too. I have oh absolutely god. no idea like <laughs> I don't know if there's anything like specific that like triggers it it's just like a wide wide variety but I think I have gotten like a lot better at controlling it and kind of like pushing the thoughts away whereas like a couple of years ago like I wouldn't be able to turn things off so yeah (laughs) can we just take a minute to talk about that parking (laughs) thing for a second because there (laughs) have been so many times where I'm like no I don't want to go because I don't know if there's going to be parking and I don't know if I'm going to have to park on the street and I don't know if there's a parking lot and I don't know I have to look up directions and then what if the directions are wrong and like what if (laughs) I'm just like thinking about all these random things and then I'm just like if someone were to be like oh like let's go to my house instead I'd be like okay because I know exactly like how to get there I know how to park and there's no changing factor <laughs> that that's just yeah no out. I yeah I relate to that a lot like where I'm living right now is like pretty city like and I absolutely hate parallel parking I'm just not good at it and I especially hate it when like can't you're on a road and you're trying to parallel park and like there's another car like coming behind you and they're waiting for you and you're just like go around like you don't want to watch this like it's so bad <laughs> so like those situations <laughs> oh my god those are like the worst I'm like thinking about going somewhere I'm like oh my god do I have to parallel park there like oh I was going to a restaurant with my friend the other night and I didn't know if there's gonna be a parking lot or not so I just started like spiraling mm-hmm. what that wasn't a word spiraling in my head like it like it didn't <laughs> escalate to the point of like a panic attack or anything so it was definitely more like of a mild anxiety kind of thing but it's still something that's like there and it's like I'm spending my time to think about that if that makes sense so like that's annoying but like it's also something it's like I mm-hmm. kind of learned how to deal with this is kind of related but like not so, <laughs> this is just me being interested <laughs> um so I do this thing where when I'm, I listen to my music very loud in my car. And I do this thing where when I'm about to like park or when I'm somewhere and I'm like, don't know where I'm going and I have the directions on, I'm like, which way do I turn? I turn the music down. This sounds so weird. I turn the music down so I can My see mom does better. that. <laughs> 
I think that's a normal thing to do. It's like so you can process your thoughts better. I I didn't even recognize that I did that until I was in the car with Kyle's brother one time and he literally said that. He was like, hold up, I gotta turn the music down so I can see. And I was like, wait, I do that. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, do other people do this? (laughs) Yeah, no, I think a lot of people do that. It's just so funny to like put it into words and think about. Yeah, it's so strange. Yeah, I don't know if the word see is the right. (laughs) It's like to concentrate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's just so funny when he said it. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it's like I know exactly what he's describing, but. (laughs) Would you have any advice for someone that is dealing with mental health or having a really bad mental health day? Um. I think, like, the worst thing for me is to keep it, like, all inside because then, like, I'll just kind of spiral even more Mm -hmm. and, like, just go further, like, deeper into my thoughts and, like, think of a hundred different situations and the way things can play out and, like, it'll just get so much worse. So, for me, definitely talking to my parents or to my boyfriend or going to therapy, I think that's, like, or to like talking to friends like that's definitely helped me a lot and like in conjunction with medication as well um because like if I'm just sitting like in my bed doing nothing just thinking like I'll just like go straight into like a spiral so like definitely talking and I'm definitely lucky to have like people in my life that are understanding and like know like what anxiety is and like don't like trivialize it because I know it could definitely be hard for people if like the people around them like don't understand mm-hmm. it so it's definitely easier to say like oh like talk to people than like it can be to like actually do that um so yeah it's like a tough situation because like that's definitely the thing that helps me the most but like I know for some people it's just like not very feasible but yeah (laughs) that's my thoughts on that (laughs) yeah I just kind of like to be left alone (laughs) so you're the opposite yeah I don't know like I'm kind of I kind of have the mindset of I just need to make it through today and when I wake up tomorrow I'll feel better <laughs> because usually in the mornings like I feel better after I've had a nice night's sleep um so I just like try to focus on making it through the day <laughs> yeah it's definitely different for everyone I feel like I'm like a mixture of both because I definitely like a mix yeah like I have a really hard time putting like how I'm feeling into words and like trying to explain to someone why I'm feeling anxious or what I'm feeling like I just can't like it's it doesn't work because <laughs> I, I don't I'm just really not good at like explaining my emotions like that yeah it's so different like for everyone see I I feel like talking to someone would help me so much but the thing is I feel like I just cannot talk to anyone so kind of mm-hmm. like you said Lauren so I'm just kind of like stuck and I'm also just kind of like once today once tomorrow comes like I'll be fine like I already I've always had the mentality that, that like oh tomorrow's a different day like tomorrow will be better even if like it I've been thinking that for like five days in a row I'm always just like tomorrow will be better um but that's why I feel like journaling really helps me um it's definitely not the same as talking to someone sometimes usually like I'll have like a few bad days and then I'll be like I have to talk to someone about it so I'll usually either talk to like my sister or Kyle about it um sometimes they understand and sometimes they don't because I feel like it's hard to understand like if you're not experiencing it um I don't know I it's will just say, hard to like, talk to people <laughs> in the in the like a recent few months, like since I've been working from home, it's easy to you know get depressed and kind of in your own head. So I will say, like, calling my mom just to talk, not even about like how I'm feeling, but just like I don't know, just to talk about whatever, like that does help. But the minute I try and start explaining like what what I'm feeling, it just <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I. I can express more of how I'm feeling not by like saying it but and not by like writing down how I feel but like 
if I, like, find, if I'm reading a book or, like, if I'm reading, like, poetry, I'm like, this, this is how I feel. Like, they wrote it for me. That's how I feel. I can't really put it into words most of the times. Because I'll just be like, oh, I'm stressed because of this thing. And they're like, that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, well, it does in my <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, it's hard to, like, express sometimes. Because, like, what you're saying, like, might, like, make perfect sense to you. But, like, it sounds so irrational to someone else. Mm-hmm. A-, a lot of times I'll like say something and I'm like I know this sounds crazy and it makes no sense but this is why I'm oh, yeah, stressed that's me all the time because <laughs> I'm like thinking about like so many di- different like possible situations that could happen in the future and I'm like I'm stressed because this might happen even though it's like five days in advance and I have like absolutely no idea like yes. yeah so it's like it sounds crazy to someone else but it's like completely like what you're thinking in your head yes it's like I I used to do this more in high school, but I used to literally plan out every single day. Like when I would go to sleep, I'd lay down and in my head I'd be like, okay, this is exactly how tomorrow is going to go. And I don't do it as much anymore. But there are definitely like moments or like events that I plan out in my head. And if one thing goes wrong, I'm like, no, I can't. I can't do it anymore. I have to leave. <laughs> this isn't working for me. Yeah, I totally get that. Like, there's something that's like stressing me out, like about tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, if this happens, then this is going to happen. Or if this happens, then this is going to happen. Like, I have like every, I have like five different scenarios like planned out in my head of like the way that things are going to go. And like, in reality, I have absolutely no idea. And like, there's no way to control it. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I do that like every day. <laughs> It, I mean, it's nice because it, like, it helps you prepare for a different situation, but then it also sucks because then you're thinking about every single bad thing that could happen oh, to yeah. you. It's like, I just want to sit here and watch The Office, and I can't because I'm thinking about, like, eight million things that are going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> Lauren, have you prepared questions for us, if you have any? I did think of some questions, so... <laughs> I think oh, yeah, I'm excited. I... <laughs> Let's hear them. Um, so the first one I thought about is I know you are both really into fitness and coming from someone who is not very into fitness, like how have you think, wow, I can't form a sentence. Like <laughs> how do you think that like exercising like has helped with your mental health? Like if it has slash like how did you like oh. start doing it? It gives me a release from just the day-to-day life. Like, when I'm in that moment and I'm, you know, pushing myself and struggling, like, that's all I'm focusing on. And so it's nice to – it, like, shuts off everything else. Like, that's the only thing I can focus on. So it, like, kind of calms my brain. It makes my brain a little more quiet. (laughs) So I guess – my answer's not going to be that good because recently working out has kind of been stressing me out. I don't, I can't figure out why. Like, I will go to the gym, but as soon as I get there, I I get super stressed. Um, it's not that I haven't been enjoying it. Like, today, today my workout was great. But also, I feel like it may, I feel like I'm on my phone too much and then I just, I don't get, I don't let myself enjoy working out because um, I'm, I'm looking too much at everyone's perfect Instagram life in between sets. Um, so today I did not let myself do anything on my phone while I was working out and I felt great. So I feel like if I actually continued to do that, working out will go back to being like a release for me as of right now, it's not really, um, and I, I go through phases of that as well, which I think I've mentioned, where sometimes working out to me is, like, the best thing ever, and sometimes it, like, stresses me out, and it also depends on what I'm doing, like, if I, if I'm really sad, I don't really want to go lifting, uh, in the gym, it just makes me even more depressed, because then I'm already sad, and then I'll just get sad about how much weight I'm not lifting, so if I'm sad, I like, I like, I prefer cardio instead, because then I'm in, it's okay if I'm in my head the whole time, because you're not doing anything else, and usually if I'm doing cardio, I'm either running outside, which automatically makes me happier, or I'm on a treadmill, like, or Stairmaster, like, watching a Netflix show that I freaking love, so, like, I feel like when I do cardio, I'm always happy after. It just really is hit or miss when I'm, like, mm-hmm. lifting. Um, when I used to do spin classes, they helped so much. They made me really happy. 
um they would always make my day better but I haven't done a spin class in like two years and I haven't done one at my new gym because I have anxiety about going to them (laughs) oh yeah I get that (laughs) that's like interesting that you're saying like the have like the different types of exercise like affect you because like I never thought about that before Mm -hmm. but like now I can like looking at like my own life I totally see that like running outside for me is the complete opposite like it causes me so much stress like I hate it and then um since I've been like Mm -hmm. doing like or I guess not even like orange theory but like just like group fitness classes in general like that's like when my mind like kind of like Mm -hmm clears out because I'm just like focusing on like what the instructor is saying and like doing that that like I don't have time to think about everything that's going on in my mind so yeah when I'm in group fitness too I'm also I'm a very very competitive person (laughs) and not to brag but when I use at least when I used to go to spin classes I think I was the best (laughs) person there maybe I wasn't but in my mind I was and so (laughs) when I'm in the gym I'm obviously not the like strongest person there which also leads to my stress and I'm like why are they lifting more than me that's not fair (laughs) which is why I can't do it when I'm having a bad mental health day that's so funny I just like know that I suck so I'm just like it's fine everyone else is automatically better than me because I'm not in shape (laughs) (laughs) did you have another question or was it just Um, the one I like have another one I'm just like trying to think of how to word it so give me one sec (laughs) okay um you're good. So I guess like, so when you guys are like, I literally don't know how to word this. Um, <laughs> I like know what I'm trying to ask, but I like can't think of like what to say. Um, hmm. I like basically was like trying to ask like for like work, like do you guys like feel like you're so like in the zone that like it like kind of distracts you from everything like kind of going on like mental health wise or like do you find it hard to like concentrate at work because of that like I don't know if that question made sense but oh my god no that made so much sense (laughs) I I I can never focus on anything at all (laughs) I am, like, the most scatterbrained person ever. I will be doing one thing one second, and then five seconds later, I'm just over here, like, la-di-da-di-da. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, there's this there's this gif of Boo from Monsters, Inc., where she's dancing in a circle, singing la-la-la. And I, I'm always, like, that's me, like, 24-7. Because I have no idea whatever's going on. But at work, I'm, like, I feel like I would be able to concentrate so much more if I did not have my phone with me. But I always have my phone with me because I'm always listening to a podcast. But listening to a podcast is what makes me be able to focus. <laughs> because it's the same person talking for hours and hours and hours. And nothing's changing so I can focus. Can't, but you, listen if, to, can't you listen to it on your computer? Okay, the thing is, I have a, I don't have a MacBook at work. I have an iMac. Okay. And I, I have my corded headphones. And they don't oh, reach no. the behind the behind the monitor (laughs) and I I could use my I get I could use my wireless headphones but I like to only use them for the gym because they're already secondhand and they're gonna die soon (laughs) I don't want to have to buy new ones (laughs) and I don't care if my corded headphones drop dead because I've bought like five pairs of these already before and they're like 10 bucks so well they're like 20 dollars but I also can't concentrate at work just because I'm changing tasks every, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> I need to be able to do the same thing all day long. <laughs> some days I have good days, and then some days I'm just like, oh, my God, it's only 9.30. I thought it yeah. was, like, 11 a.m. <laughs> I feel like it, like, when I'm working on something, no, I don't really, like, have anxiety or anything. And it does distract me. But then because I do work for myself and right now, like I'm just starting out, like I don't have a lot of work to do. So when I don't have a lot of work, then I start having anxiety because I feel like I should be doing work, but then I don't have work to do. So it's like this whole spiral um, (laughs) that I try to avoid. But yeah. Yeah. The only other time that I really had 
troubles with social anxiety at work because when it's always when I just first start working it's like asking for help with stuff I any time I've ever started a new job it would take me like 30 minutes to ask for help with something and now I'm just I'm just like hey guys I'm like I know how to do this all right so I think that just about wraps up this episode so thank you guys so much for listening um thank you lauren for coming on um we love talking to you and we'll have all of your information down below in the show notes so if y'all are listening you can go check her out um and you can go follow us on twitter at girls talk without the a and podcast caitlin did you actually include it (laughs) in the show notes last week (laughs) I did, yeah. I need to update the template we have in Trello. But besides yeah. that, I did write it in there. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, Lord. For some reason, we just, you know, didn't think that you needed the actual link since we said it so many times. But <laughs> <laughs> some people go, are lazy. Yeah. Go follow us there. Go check out Lauren. Go check out her blog, social medias, all that fun stuff. Um, Caitlin and I's are always in the description. So you can go check us out as well and rate and review us Um, (laughs) we haven't said that in so long yeah rate and review us on itunes if you want (laughs) or apple podcasts what is it i don't know what it's it's i don't know i'm just it's apple podcast isn't itunes going away i think so okay (laughs) i don't know anyways (laughs) rate us (laughs) But not like us individually, like the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's about it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys in another episode next week. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs>